Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Kylie Merritt, the founder of AusBiz. Our goal at AusBiz is to provide you with news and information you can use to make better investment decisions, whether it's live, on demand, in the newsletter, or a podcast like the COB. We make it available at no cost to you. The bigger our audience, the more we can invest in great content. So I have a favour to ask. If you could take a minute to leave a review of the COB in the Apple Podcast app, it'll help us grow. And of course, don't forget to catch up with all the best interviews each day at osbiz.com.au. Thanks for listening. From Barangaroo Studios, the Ausbiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, good afternoon, good evening, or good morning, depending on what time you listen to this podcast. This is the COB from uh, Ausbiz. My name is David Scott. I'm filling in for Nadine today, and I'm joined once again, a hat-trick of appearances, for Annette Beecher. <laughs> Annette, uh, welcome to the program, and should I say welcome back to the program. Oh, we love the COB. We get to wrap up all things that made our day today. And I have to say the market opened up and kept going. We didn't get the usual fizzer. So for once, the lead from the US actually stayed through yeah, the market. Up about 1%. Uh, volumes, once again, nothing to write home about, but we'll take the win nonetheless. It was really hard to go and back any, uh, any losers today. Uh, really, the gold miners were a little bit of softness. Uh, and late in the session, uh, a name popped up again uh, on the back of some media reports. Newix uh, seems to be a bit of more movement at the station there. Yeah, it's, it sounds like one of the C-suites uh, appeared to really benefit from some options uh, technically before. Uh, actually, just the options were exercised just after he left. Um, so we're just looking into the implications from that, but we have to say, Newix's woes have been, you know, layer upon layer, shall we say? Yeah, close down about six percent for the session. So, uh, no, uh, the, the phrase "dead cat bounce." Uh, what we saw the last few days is coming to mind when I look at that one. Uh, look, uh, look, we shouldn't focus on the losers. There's lots of winners out there today. Banks, materials uh, sector. No, there's no real bounce you got to say in uh, in Chinese commodity futures. But uh, off to the race of the material sector, it's uh, it's all good. Yeah, I've, I think we all realised that uh, China was probably doing itself a favour by talking down uh, its number one input cost, which is commodities. I don't think the actual supply and demand uh, behind the interaction of Australia and China have changed. Having said that, I know we'll talk data in a minute, but we actually had record high exports for April. So yet again, words are not being matched by deeds. Yes, indeed. Uh, look, we love stock pickers here on Ausbiz, and uh, we had uh, Carl Capolingo on the program from Think Markets, and uh, he went and uh, gave us not one, not two, but three sectors and six stocks and one action to buy uh, today. So anyone who's in the marketplace for a few ideas, Carl's uh, come and had a look at the charts, put on his, uh, his magic hat and uh, come up with a couple of options there for you to, to go and ponder. We also had a pretty good chat with Alex Pakoulis from Lippmann Bergen Partners. Always good to get a bit of a, a macro take and then be able to go and filter it down 
into the investment landscape. Uh, he's talking about uh, the potential for a tapering from the Federal Reserve and, of course, other central banks, including our very own RBA. But, uh, look, that doesn't necessarily mean that uh, there's going to be this implosion of stocks, at least in his opinion. What do we make of that? Well, he actually suggested that history is on the side of equities continuing to be outperforming. So fully invested and looking for onward and upward, just as long as that tapering is due to the right reasons, which is growth, inflation and a nice full employment scenario. That is still the Goldilocks for equities, even if interest rates start to rise. Yeah, it is. It's worthwhile noting, though, when the taper tantrum happened back in May of 2013, where nominal bond yields, a 10-year benchmark rate, was sitting, is around about the same level that uh, we're at now. So it was already significantly higher and then pushed higher. So we've only just got back to the lows of the owner uh, no, before the taper tantrum happened, even with the big rally uh, we've seen in yields over recent uh, recent months. So one to keep an eye on if we do get a wriggle on there, but certainly for the time being, uh, no real movement at the station when it comes to bond yields. In fact, they're drifting lower at this stage stage uh, that generally helps I uh, know the tech sector and uh, we had uh, a look today at uh, what was going on with technology one out with its half yearly results uh, most people we spoke to seemed to I know think it was a pretty good result uh, we had a good chat with uh, with Luke Winchester from Oracle Investment Management uh, he likes the company but uh, the valuation uh, it was just 50 it, times I think he said yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, no, I like the line what he said so for me it's a stock we've owned in the past but we don't own it right now the main reason is that it is just too expensive expensive for what you are getting mm, yeah. so it's interesting now it finished high for the session but my goodness you'd have to have a pretty iron stomach to go and deal with the day-to-day churn if you're if you're sitting there watching the charts because open up over 10 percent then it fell into negative territory and then it actually closed high. But yeah, you have to put your phone down. Otherwise, you'd never get through your day yeah, watching that stuff. it's stock. all about long-term investing, member people. It's <laughs> exactly. not uh, – don't, don't day trade. Uh, but look, uh, it wasn't just Lee Winchester who was running the ruler over Technology One's result. Uh, Koshi sat down today uh, with uh, Mark Mullen from Team Invest and Scott Phillips from The Motley Fool to get their thoughts on Technology One and see whether they'll be willing to go and buy despite valuations at this level. Take a listen. Not a bargain price, but it's um – it's showing we're returning, uh, it's returning 10.4% a year at the current price. And for a company of this quality, and I would argue this is the best company in the country. Wow. How's that for a claim? That so, is a massive wrap. But this is so reliable, this business. They've got about two years net profit in reserves. As I said, no debt. It's a reoccurring, uh, 85% reoccurring. They're aiming to get to 95% reoccurring income, meaning right. that all their clients just keep paying ongoing um, uh, yeah. subscriptions yeah. so it means they don't have even if it's a downturn it doesn't matter because right. all their clients are mostly governments so you've got uh, government departments health education and, and councils right. so they all pay their bills mm. yeah there's okay. no credit risk yeah. yeah so it's fantastic okay to buy I love the business as he says but even with 10 maybe 15 time uh, 15% growth um, I'd love to own it I'd love to own it at a much cheaper price but I'm just not sure I feel confident enough about a market beating return from here. There feels like a lot of, the, the, the problem with great businesses, unfortunately for, for new investors, mm. is like Mark, he's bought it at 90 cents, done an absolutely stellar job. But once everyone agrees it's a great business, then it gets a great business multiple. And if that right. multiple holds, then maybe you get a return that kind of approximates the earnings growth, which is fantastic. Right. If multiple doesn't hold, it comes down for whatever reason. Again, as Mark's already pointed out, there are some buying opportunities. So I, I love the business. It's definitely one on the short list, has been for almost ever. Uh, when there's an opportunity to buy it, you want to be buying it at those cheaper prices. I just can't come at it at 45 times earnings. Yeah. 
That's uh, a no for technology. One, uh, both you know, like this stock, uh, but uh, just a bit concerned about the valuation and entering at these levels, buying a pullback potentially if you're in the market. So keep an eye on TNE. Uh, look, I think it's no secret. Anyone who's been watching the program over the past week may or may not know that um, I got my first vaccine jab last Monday. Uh, and uh, look, when I was thinking about you know, the line to go and get in, I was really just pondering why there wasn't a mass vaccination centre in the CBD to make it a whole much easier rather than tracing out to Homebush. But uh, I found in the week following that uh, the way that I watch the world and look at the world has changed a little bit, surprisingly enough. Uh, uh, I know that Christian here, one of our producers, got his jab as well. So, you know, Koshi's also got his first round. So, slowly but surely, the uh, officers getting inoculated. I find that... Uh, since I've had it, I'm not worried about being in any environments now where it's really busy and the like and, uh, you know, being close to other people and all those kind of little underlying things that I know probably dominated people's thoughts process over the past 12 months. And I'm just looking around what's going around the world and I'm seeing people in sporting events. I saw Madison Square Garden. Uh, I was there a couple of years back before all this happened. Uh, watch Knicks get smashed by Portland, but uh, that's another thing. And um, it was just nice to go and see uh, you know, people back in the stadiums and not people wearing masks and everything else. And just bolstered that view that, uh, you know, that people inherently want to be around other people and want to socialise and want to get out there. And it just reinforces to me that belief that the economic uh, rebound that we're seeing right now is not yet synchronised and it's only in its infancy. So it's only going to get much stronger as people get back to normality. And on, just on top of that, I think there's some degree of new normal, like in terms of the washing, the social distancing, the like not sharing too many people in an elevator, like people will step back now mm. rather than overcrowd the elevator. I think that's probably a great long-term solution against things like flu i mean flu and i don't mean to conf confuse you know, or conflate covid with flu that obviously not but the flu has killed thousands of people every year across the world so if we step up the hygiene as a matter of normality that'd be a great inroad into curbing that seasonal flu yeah and absolutely i can promise you i know everyone's got their own choice in the matter to get the vaccine mm. or not but i can tell you that that uh, all the uh, the process about oh well you know this person's coughing and everything else that you might go think and i've seen people give other people dirty looks and everything else all that stuff is just dripped by the other uh, wayside now so i encourage those who are in the marketplace to go and get vaccinated asap and let's go uh, cheer on our sporting team or go out to the opera or the theater and stuff like that and get back to our uh, living life and stop worrying about covid case and outbreaks in melbourne and everything else and for our folks down in victoria we hope that uh, we do get on top of that asap uh look uh you touched upon the economic data today uh record trade balance or near enough and a record exports yeah it was definitely record exports a big jump in the month uh it's easy to say iron ore but we actually had gold oil iron ore so it was a bit more broad based this is a preliminary number so no services but there aren't any so nothing to add as well and uh also we got some payrolls figures and it, the, the numbers bounce around but all we need to keep emphasizing is australia is in very very short company when it comes to employment higher than pre-pandemic levels and that is still the case. Yeah, so the big uh, boppers when it comes to economic data arrive in the days ahead. So domestically here we get to our construction work done tomorrow, then private sector CapEx on Thursday.
Thursday. Uh, then, of course, in the United States, that PCE inflation report on Friday will get so much attention. There is so much discussion about inflation. Look, we've already been talking a lot about it, so hey, let's just wait to go and see what comes up when it arrives. Uh, looking ahead to what's going to be on the program tomorrow, I know a lot of people are going to be very interested in our interview at 8.50 a.m. Uh, Ailey Kofod, uh, the Chief Executive Officer of the Americas for EML Payments, will be joining us on the program. Very topical. Of course, EML in the other uh, news for a lot of the wrong reasons uh, last week with that uh, Irish unit and lots of concerns that have been raised by the Irish Central Bank about uh, potential breaches of various uh, laws. So interesting to see what's going on in EML Payments, looking to go move into the, uh, the Canadian marketplace there. Very interested to see what happens there. Uh, 9.30, we'll also speak with James Gerrish uh, from Sean Partners. It'll be good to see how, how Gerrish is uh, back and uh, fighting. I haven't seen him around the uh, traps for a while. So good to go and see how he's going. Also, big picture, Anthony Doyle from Fidelity International uh, and Matt Bunny from St. George. Uh, what are we talking about tomorrow? And tomorrow it will be the data drop for construction work done. It isn't just for the pointy heads. What we will find out is, as you know, housing is booming. So this is the real proverbial bricks and mortar. It is actual construction. It's expected to add to GDP. So uh, that will be what we're talking about. We'll do a mark-to-market on our Q1 GDP forecast because that's released next Wednesday. Looking forward to that one. Stephen Wood, uh, we're going to be talking small caps from Iger Capital at 120. Also have uh, Jesse Hamilton, CFO of Wilson Asset Management at uh, 10 past three. Maybe discuss the new ticket code that's coming up from uh, from Wilson Asset Management. War. It's war. It's, uh, yes, unlisted and discounted uh, lick. So discounted yeah. entities. So it, there's a long history of Jeff Wilson and his team uh, setting up these funds. So this is the latest. From what I hear, it's, it's oversubscribed already. And we'll look forward to seeing what's the underlying assets there from um, WAM tomorrow. Absolutely. And uh, look, looking forward to rounding off the day with Ben Clark, Portfolio Manager at TMS Capital. You get his views as the day that's been. Hopefully, you might be talking about another day of gains and uh, potentially looking at where the, uh, the extra JOs are located, maybe even record highs. It's uh, it's not far off now. Seventy one hundred today. I it think. is. It's, it's a clear that figure now. So we're uh, now back well and truly uh, around about uh, just over one percent away from that level. And who knows in the current environment where you know it's uh, it's up one day down the next, but uh, big moves either direction. It could just go on top of. There seems to be a lot of optimism in the air at the moment. So look, we're almost at uh, hump day. We've made it through like the first half of the week, so we have. let's go rest up. It's the uh, the big data events are starting to come thick and fast, so we'll see you and go through it all tomorrow when it arrives. We'll see you then. See ya.